There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed. Song of the redeemed. Thank you once again for tuning to the podcast. We certainly appreciate each and every one of you listening. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh, and this is our Thursday edition of the podcast. We are in the middle of a meeting in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, the last two nights, tonight and tomorrow night, and then Lord willing, on Saturday, Brother Stephen Asquith is going to be with us on the back porch at 1.30 for Bible study, and we certainly look forward to that, look forward to the message that Stephen will bring, and then on Sunday at the House of God, and we thank God for the Lord's Day, thank God for the House of God, with the Monastic Community Baptist Church in Blaine, Pennsylvania, we're going to have a service, we're going to have a meal, and they're going to have another service. We're going to have some special guests from out of town, and so we're going to go to church pretty much all day, all afternoon, and then afterwards, we're going to have some games and things there at the church, so we look forward to that, and I also hear some rumblings. There's going to be a couple of baptisms before the meal, and so we look forward to that. We thank God for those that have found faith in Christ. What a joy it is to be saved by the good grace of God. And I want to thank the Lord for salvation, full and free. The day that God saved me, everything changed. My world was turned upside down. It was so much for the better. Bless his holy name. And I'm glad to be saved. I'm glad to know him. Glad to have the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Glad to have the joy of the Lord, which is indeed my strength, and how we praise him and how we thank him. We're going to be back in the book of Matthew again today. And we're going to begin in verse 16. And this is the third thing that we deal with here, that's done in secret, that God rewardeth openly. And it's going to be this matter of fasting. And let me say this about fasting. There are many types of fast. We see that there are those who would push away for a time. It didn't have to be a long time. Don't think you have to fast for five days for it to be a fast. Don't think you have to fast for 40 days for it to be a fast. There's times you just push away. There's times you could miss a meal. There's times where every day we break fast. Now, some of us wake up in the middle of the night and have a snack. We don't have a long time of fasting. But every day you break fast. That's what we have in the morning. Here in America, most of us eat breakfast. And therefore, that's what we're doing. And so you have a time when you push away from the table. You push away from your, your satisfaction of food. And therefore, you can have a type of fasting. And I don't believe in just abstaining fasting. I believe in wise fasting. And I know a man that was diabetic. He could not fast. And so what he would do is he would drink tomato juice, very small increments. He would have a cup of tomato juice, keep his blood sugar uh, elevated, keep his blood sugar stable. And he would uh, just a little bit through the day, it's a nice V8 juice. And he told me, he said, I hate tomato juice. I hate V8 juice. Therefore, there's no pleasure in this. But he would take a time of fasting. And uh, therefore, it's whatever you choose to do with fasting. It's however you choose to fast. But you take a cup of water. And you can drink a cup of water and maybe just have a plain piece of bread if you're that hungry or maybe you have blood sugar problems. However, there is no excuse for not fasting. Pushing away from the table, even if it's just for a meal, even if it's just 
a 12-hour shift, even if it's just a time when, you know, you just say, I'm not going to eat. I'm going to spend time with God because God honors that time of fasting. Moreover, when you fast, we're in Matthew 6 and 16, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance. So here's the instruction for fasting. When you fast, do not be like the hypocrites of a sad countenance. You don't pretend like all is woe is me and put on a show, put on the hair of the dog. No, you just try to be subtle about these. You try to be just like in prayer. You go into your closet to pray. You're not telling the world you're fasting. You're telling God you're fasting. Same with your giving. You're not telling the world you're giving. You're telling God that you're giving. So he said, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. And there's really the failure of fasting when we appear to fast. And I realize there's times of church fellowships and meals, even my own family. I try to let my wife know when I'm fasting. I try to be subtle about it. But a lot of times I'll miss the morning meal and I'll go out somewhere because I'm heading out to run some errands and I just won't have the morning meal. There's times I'll be able to subtly miss, but if I miss all day, she's going to figure it out and it's okay for her to know. But at the same time, it's just a matter of pushing away from the table. It's a matter of going without. It's a matter of your physical relationship with your wife. You come apart for a time of fasting. That gives you the idea that there's no physical pleasure. And so we, there are certain things we're not going to do in a time of fasting. It's a time of sobriety. It's a time of seriousness. It's a time of prayer and supplication unto the Lord because we've set ourselves apart to focus on him and not focus on our day-to-day needs. And that's very hard for us to do today for length of time. I have met men who fasted 30 days. One was a medical doctor. And he helped another man fast 30 days and just to watch himself and make sure that he didn't have lingering health problems from it. But if it's by faith, I don't think you have to worry too much. You fast 42 days, you might find yourself dead. Uh, Fast 40 days, you better be careful. You better know what you're doing. You better know how to come out of that fast. But you know, when you fast a day or two or even 18 hours, 20 hours, just take that time with God. I always try to encourage churches when you're having these meetings and we go into these meetings to take time to push away from the table and the Lord that seeth in secret. Again, we talk about this in prayer, talk about this in giving, but he said, these men appear unto men to fast. Verily, I see that they have their reward. Men saw them, men applauded them just as in prayer, just as in giving. So it is with fasting. They have their reward. Somebody applauded them. Was the fast effective? If you were trying to get men's attention, yes, it was very effective. But the reality is that if they wanted God's attention, it was probably very ineffective. But thou, when thou fastest, he said, anoint thine head and wash thy face. So he tells his disciples, you're not going to be like these hypocrites. You're not going to do what they do. You're not going to act like a bunch of heathens. You're just going to wash your face. You're not going to appear to fast. You're just going to fast. Why? He said, because that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father, which is in secret. So fasting is before the Lord. And I know there's folks today that use fasting management. It's one of the new trends, and it's a good trend. I think it's a wonderful thing. I myself had used some of it when I was initially diagnosed uh, seven years ago, and I used it to lose weight. But my fasting for dietary reasons, intermittent fasting, periods of fasting, is not spiritual. It's for weight loss. Now, you can use that time, but you better make sure your motives are right in that. You can use that time to seek God's face. Now, I wouldn't waste that time. I don't think I did waste that time. But I also learned that I'm not going to mix the spiritual and the carnal when I fast. And so it's not appearing to men to fast, but it's unto the Father, which is in secret. And thy Father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. There's the promise of God. And so God rewards. Now, how is he going to reward us openly? I believe it's in a day which is to come. 
Yes, you'll see effects of that fast today, but I don't, I don't really understand or see where God's going to reward us openly, where everyone's going to see, oh, hey, there's a reward for their fasting. There's the reward for their prayer. There's the reward for their giving. There's things done in secret. I believe it's a day that is coming that God is going to reward us openly because we spent that secret time with him. That's the key. That we pull ourselves apart from this world, from the affairs of this life, get ourselves untangled from the affairs of this life, and meet with God, and walk with God, and fellowship with God. That's the purpose. That's the whole purpose of fasting. It's the whole purpose of praying. It's the purpose of giving. It's not to receive the reward, but the promise is that he sees in secret. He will reward us openly. That's the promise of God. Therefore, he will reward us openly. So again, just fast. Take that time. Push away from the table. Move yourself back in your chair. Take yourself into a secret place of prayer, but make sure you don't please your flesh. Make sure you push away from pleasing the flesh. Make sure you spend that secret time with God. And in doing so, you're going to afflict your flesh. This is a very short podcast today. I do certainly hope you take it to heart. If you have a longer drive, listen to it twice. Hopefully it'll be a help to you. We'll be back, Lord willing, tomorrow for the Friday edition of the podcast. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.